0: Episode 174, Salary is the drug to forget your dreams. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilse. We are about to close yet another week of the very best podcast in the world, so a heartly felt welcome to your only source, resource in the universe for personal supremacy to health, wealth, and happiness. I should write this down (laughs) somewhere so that I don't fuck it up every day or, you know, uh, uh, threaten to fuck it up. Anyhow, um, welcome to this show, uh, which is about um, salary and drugs and, you know, forgetting your dreams and whatever. And, um, it took me quite a long time to kind of reframe it to actually find a fitting example. And, uh, so therefore, you know, uh, let's get into housekeeping. It's totally valuable that you share this episode with everyone because everybody needs to hear it. You know, all of those caught in the hamster wheel, living the dream, Maybe there are other things out there. So uh, if this episode resonates well with you, thank you for the kudos, whether anonymously or through an email uh, that you can send to the very best podcast in the world at gmail.com. And uh, if this episode doesn't resonate well with you, because maybe you are already, you know, kind of like high rolling, (laughs) you know, whatever have reached the um, self-described pinnacle of your life. Good on you. Um, but, uh, share this episode, you know, as in your mentor function, uh, yes, you, you know, if you've made it, you should give back and, you know, take willing people under your wings and show them how it's done and, um, do so altruistically as I am doing. Motherfuckers, you know, all of you ass rapers who are supposedly successful, uh, and want to, you know, ass rape people's wallets, um, for, you know, gaining even more money, uh, don't bad karma. So, um, in that sense, housekeeping done, uh, where do we, where do we get started? Let's define, uh, all of these things, right? Let's define salary, right? It's this monthly fix of money that you get in return for time that you spend, um, and drugs, you know, you need them, right? you need your monthly fix of money to pay your fixed income and to maintain your standard of living. And what happens? You know, you forget your dreams because you get comfortable, feel so cozy You know, get into a situation in an organization where you're almost unterminable, if that's a word. And then all is honky dory. You know, you work your what, 40 years, 30 years. Some of you, you know, if you spend a lot of time in university, you maybe have 30 years left, you know, of contributing to the economy as it is told, and then you retire, right? That's the goal. And then maybe you're one of the lucky motherfuckers that lives, you know, another 20 years, um, of quality life, right? Because from 65, I was told that quality of life deteriorates significantly fast, and then you're like okay i you force yourself still to get up at six in the morning because you've done so you know it's habitual so and then you read your newspaper and you listen to the radio and then you have a whole fucking day in front of you and you don't know what to do with it right <laughs> that's not nice right you know you spend your all of your hard-earned money on on a house with a garden that you then can, can't can attend to anymore because, you know, physical obstacles get in your fucking way. And I, I know I'm painting a treacherous example here, right? And it's disastrous. But I'm trying to get you to realize what this sentence, what this quote is actually trying to say. It doesn't mean that you should snap the fuck out of it right that's up to you I'm just trying to show you that there is grass on the other side of the fence i don't know if it's greener for you did look to me so let me you know take you back what was this like 20 years ago uh when i you know started my vocational training probably the equivalent to a college degree or something like that in, fina- in finance um you know did the whole shebang and whatever and then i was kind of persuaded to stay in the hamster wheel in a weird way where I was, you know, self-employed, uh, with an agency and, you know, was kind of selling finance products and insurance products. And, uh, you know, then specialized in corporate and industrial risks and, you know, then corporate politics happened and I suck at corporate politics. I didn't know that (laughs) until the degree where, you know, kind of get confronted with it. And it's like, God damn it. I'd just like to Bitch slapped this, this motherfucker in front of me and that happened <laughs> eventually. And so everything went, uh, I wouldn't say downhill, but, uh, it led me to a situation where I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go apeshit entrepreneur now, you know, social media just happened. Um, I was one of the, uh, first people to understand the importance of search engine optimization in a commercial sense. Applied that, you know, and a lot of stuff happened. And then I came out, I snapped out of this hamster wheel and I was like, whoa, fuck, you know, total control, no one breathing down my back. Yeah, you had the tax man and everything, sure. You had regulations, but you've got those in private life, right? You just can't piss on shit in your neighbor's front yard. Doesn't work, right? So it was like, yeah, nah, you know, and then it was like, Hey, uh, Hey clients, you know, I became very good at what I did, despite the fact that I was very much ahead of my time, but those clients who got it, they really got it. And they really understood what I was doing after, you know, my first, um, years of suffering, right. Because you got to convey the people, right. So, uh, where you got to convert the people to, you know, get on your boat and say, okay, you know, what a great ride. So, Came there and all of a sudden the salary stopped coming in and I was like, whoa, you know, the first time or the first few years were like, ah, you know, struggling and trying to get the whole thing moving and, you know, try and error led to, you know, some really shitty times where I didn't have food in the fridge, right? That happens. Get the fuck over it. It's something you're probably never going to experience in the hamster wheel, right? If it's spinning slowly. Um, you know, you get your nine to five gig money comes on the first of the month or the last of the month or, you know, weekly, wherever you are in the world. Um, and then you're good to go, right? You pay your rent or you pay off your, your mortgage and everything is honky dory, right? So times like this, unless you're irresponsible with money, don't really happen to a lot of those people. And I didn't know anything about it because I came from a family that was just that, right? So I had to deal with it. (laughs) you know, those are obstacles and challenges you're confronted with where you're like, whoa, this is new. Never had this. Is there, did I learn anything in school? You know, did I smoke bad shit when that was, you know, like a lesson in school? No, financial literacy isn't taught in fucking school. Get over it. You're going to have to learn it for yourself, period, done, right? Or you're going to have to hire someone that's really good at it. So that being said, uh, next situation comes up where I'm like, wow, you know, this is new. I get to keep all the money. (laughs) This was fucking amazing. You know, when back in the finance sector, you make a proposal to the client and then you get your shitty commission, which, you know, a lot of times is shitty. Sometimes it's great. It kind of evens out (laughs) for for the luck of the fucking shareholders who are breathing down your neck and want to quote unquote optimize your distribution structure and everything. Right. That comes from the, the, from, from the board, you know, which is, which gets pressure from the fucking shareholders and they're breathing down your neck and they're like, now you uh, get less commission. And I'm like, well, why? <laughs> you know, because the fucking shareholders want more money. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy shares. I understood the deal. That's what I did. You know, wasn't the worst idea I had. Anyhow, long story short, So, um, interesting things started to happen where I said, okay, you know, um, now I get to fulfill my dreams, right? Because I've got nobody breathing down my neck. Some of my dreams were illegal de facto, but some dreams are meant to be dreams. So, you know, you stick to the legal ones and all of a sudden you can change the world for people. Right, you can you can to a certain degree in finance. I was you know very responsible in that time, despite the fact that don't tell anybody you know I was doing lots of drugs and alcohol and fun stuff. But still, you know I, I was there when I needed to be, and uh, you know got everything rolling and got everything working and was responsible with everybody's money. Never stole anything because I needed didn't need to. Right, there was no incentive. <laughs> I got my paycheck, got my commission on top of that. Everything was great. But then, you know, it was like uh, tasting this other grass on the other side of the fence, damn, it tasted good. You know, you could really fulfill your dreams. It was like, for me, this whole thing of getting up in the morning, I, I was never capable of finishing a coherent sentence, anything before 11 in the morning, never was not as a kid, you know, which led to some impairment in my, in my school years, uh, or some limitations, <clears throat> into my development. Sorry, that was the nicotine cough. Uh, you know, <clears throat> and then everything was just like uh the pieces were falling together. It was like, whoa, you got nobody breathing down your neck. If you're good, the money comes in. If you're not good, the money is there, right? Because you keep all of it for yourself, right? If you're, you know, you gotta pay your 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 purpose, you gotta pay, <laughs> sorry, you gotta pay your people, sure. You know, you gotta pay the rent, sure. Uh but the money that you get got to keep, it was fucking yours, especially as a consultant. You know, I was running a one-man show because I was just fucking good at it. And then I didn't find anyone that was similarly good. And, you know, we got along. So, you know, I made an I, I made a quote with an insane amount of money on it. And I got to keep the money all to myself. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking great. You know, and um So anyhow, uh, that's how all of this kind of falls together. Again, if you're comfortable, right, taking the drug and if your dreams consist of having a house or buying a house that is, you know, somehow what you wanted, but not really because you can't afford more good. You know, if you're, if, if you can live with that perfect and I'm not at all pushing you and I never would. Push you into leaving that hamster wheel if you're comfortable in it. But if you, you know, if you're thinking about, god damn it, it's getting on my nerves that I have to get up at six in the morning every day to get ready for work, to then go out into the shitty weather, into the car that is more compromised than anything else, to visit my idiotic colleagues and get distracted by their bullshit all day, then perhaps it is time. For you to attempt to jump over the fence and taste the grass on the other side. Now, how do you do that? Right? There is a there is a trade off you can make. Right? Usually, if you're you know nine to five, uh, you've got your you know eight hours of work. You've got six hours of sleep, maybe you know maybe eight, and then you've got another eight hours left, which you usually take up with hobbies and everything, you know, and watching TV and kind of dulling down your brain that time, if you use that to actually start a side hustle that way you can taste the grass on the other side first, you know it's kind of like sneaking out the gate, tasting the grass you know, on, on the other side without closing the gate, right? It's not like burning the bridges. It's like you get to sneak out, you know the gate is open, you get to sneak out, eat some grass. if it tastes better, you know carry on carry on feeding there. Carry on with your hustle until you make it to a degree where you can actually tell your boss or whatever to go fuck off. But you're keeping your options open. If it doesn't taste good for you, if you think you're better off, or if you are, you know, if you feel that you're better off watching, binging Netflix on the weekends and whatever, good for you, right? The hour has 168 weeks if, you know, it's, if it's your thing playing computer games and, you know, watching TV and, you know, binging Netflix and getting, getting uh hammer shit faced with your friends or whatever, good, do it. That's your liberty. What I'm just saying is the obvious salary is the drug to forget your dreams. So in that sense, uh, oh, we get tomorrow's episode thought the week was already over it isn't <laughs> we got tomorrow i get so fucked up with these holidays with these public holidays which they're dumping on us now uh that um yeah we got uh we got tomorrow coming up so that that's <laughs> have a nice rest of your tuesday and uh thursday sorry <laughs> have a nice rest of your thursday and uh if you've already had that have a good night and uh stay peaceful healthy and everything and we'll be back in touch tomorrow. Bye, folks.